Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Roto Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Tim Bertrop, here in the left corner with the only twin that is live and alive and surviving and thriving and vibing, Mike Bertrop. Is that your <coughs> way of saying Jason's not here today? Yeah. I just I just rhymed another word, a lot of words with... Uh, <laughs> With a, a, what did I, what was the original word that I said? I don't remember. It's me. Yeah. What's up, dudes and gals? Live. Just me and Tim today. Live. Yeah. So me and Michael live from New York in the house. Uh, obviously, this is is this the first? This is like the 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 eve of the first weekend without football in our lives. Well, unless you watch the XFL, which I did. Um. Yeah, XFL is is something. It's something. It's a. It's a. It's whatever. What are, What are the odds? Yeah. Shocking. I wasn't like I wanted to be interested, but like eh. maybe I will be one day. I was but anyway, to tell you. Uh you were trying to tell me. They were trying to convince me I was on team XFL and the twins were on team non-XFL. I know a lot of people who liked XFL though, but a lot of people liked the AAF when it first came out. I will say this the product is better than the AF- AAS product. Like the teams are more well coached and is, there's yeah. like there's better players in the field than there was in the AAF. So that's cool. Cardinal Jones could sling it a little bit. But you could tell it kind of looks like college football in the sense of like everyone's just a step slower than in the NFL. So it is what it is. Um, but anyway, this is your first non-NFL week. And now it's just kind of cold. It's whack. Like at least it was cold and football was on before. Now it's just like, eh, it's just cold. Yeah. It's lame. But the best part about it is baseball is coming back. Baseball is coming back. Big baseball guy, Michael. Very if you don't already know this, uh, patreon.com slash brotofantasy or brotofantasy.com to access our Patreon. And Michael will be doing some fantasy baseball stuff, um, some waiver stuff, uh, some pickups, things of that nature, right? Uh, rankings, yeah. Rankings. Ooh, I can't Michael's rankings. Those are gold. I promise you. Especially going into a draft, Michael always drafts the guy who's everyone's like, I wish I drafted him. Michael always drafts him. And you guys know I like to hate on Michael. I'm over here, and we're always competing. I'll tell you, he's the best at fantasy. He's the best at fantasy baseball. I did a, a best ball draft last year for the first time. It was a points league. I ended up coming in first by like 300 points, which is just absolutely absolutely ridiculous. So, yo, I looked back at that draft, and I was like, holy moly. It's like a 40-round draft. Dude, some of my double-digit round picks, Jorge Soler, who went 45 40. home runs or whatever, yeah. uh, Kyle Schwarber, who had 38 home runs, Hyunjin Ryu, Mike Miner, uh, literally, no joke. I was reading out uh, DJ LeMayhew. I own like everywhere. I was like, damn, this is Mike Miner. I said already, but yeah. he, yeah, he struck out two hundred. He killed it. Batters. I'm blanking on the rest, but it was just a, just a load of ridiculously great picks. And I was like, look at me. So sign up for a little less three dollars. You can win your fantasy baseball league, and your fantasy baseball league is the most winnable. I feel like it's more winnable than a fantasy football league. Um, I should, probably shouldn't say that because we're a fantasy football show, but. I feel like you can luck your way into a championship, one championship in fantasy baseball and fantasy football. I feel like you can really just like if you had a really good draft or you drafted Lamar Jackson in the 15th round and you're playing against people who don't really know what they're doing, you basically won your league and you didn't really have to pay attention the whole time. Fantasy baseball is not like that. You can't win from just drafting. You have to have a completely different roster. So having that access is going to be good for you if you play fantasy baseball. But we know for sure that if you're listening to this, you play fantasy football. And it's never too early, even if it's only 10 days after the season ended, 
to do a mock draft for next season. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So the first. The first of our way too early mock drafts. We'll be having these from time to time. Um, fun behind the scene fact, uh, our mock draft episodes are always our most uh, listened to episode, episodes. I wonder why. I think it's just because you really get a chance to touch on everything. You really get yeah. a chance to see strategy and who you're picking. Who, yeah. Like that. Who you're picking late, who you're thinking about, how you're thinking as you go into a draft. And we love to expose you guys to that because it's one of the things that, you know, really draws us into fantasy football is draft day and all the thinking that goes behind it and the logic and who's right, who's wrong um, and stuff like that. So With that being said, we're not going super deep in this one, doing 15 rounds. So one QB, two running backs, three receivers, tight end flex, the the typical, and then a kicker defense and five bench. So we're not trying to go like round twenty eight and choose someone like Dexter Williams. Twenty eight. Right we talk. This is a standard draft. This is how everyone drafts. <laughs> well, like best ball drafts and things of that sort. No, nah, we're not doing a best ball draft. We're doing yeah, a draft. Right. It's a fifteen round draft. Yes. Bada bing, bada boom. Fifteen round draft. Uh, half point piece. We are twelve. Twelve people. Michael just went through the. Um, Half PPR as always. Splurring, splurout, splurazel. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. So without any further ado, let's get right into this first way to early mock draft because we love... This episode, and we want to get started. Oh, yeah. I am picking at the 12, and Michael's picking at the 1. Now, the reason why we're doing this is because we want to separate each other so we, so we could talk about our strategies, and we're not really cock-blocking each other on picks. Correct. Um, at least in the early rounds. Later In the later rounds, maybe we're cock-blocking each other. Um, but we'll see how that fir- turns out. Michael, you have the first pick. The draft has begun. Um, in terms of ADP, it's interesting because Saquon Barkley right now Sleeper ADP number one. is absolutely ridiculous at the moment. I don't know <laughs> what they're taking their ADP from, but word this is wow, quite something. I mean, Juju. 14. Let's go through. Let's go through the. Let's go through the. Not happening. Hold on. Let's go through the first thirteen because I can't believe like some of this is crazy. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Denard Hopkins. Ah, I, I think mean, they're just using last season. They got Antonio no. Brown at twenty two point four. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yep. They're just using last season ADP. So, I mean, we'll just, we just won't pay attention uh, to ADP. We don't need that bullshit anyways. Yeah, Chris Godwin at 43. Well, we got some work to do, Tim. We're going to have to really use our minds to find some good picks here. Blue, 47. Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> we have to call an audible. We can't use a sleeper app. Yeah. We realized, sure, the ADP is messed up, and we could just work around that. But the fake computer selections cannot. And we're not trying to do a mock draft where Antonio Brown goes in the second round. No, fuck that, Bulls. And Juju Smith-Schuster goes, like, late first and things of that sort. No, no way. I said fuck that, Bulls. So we are audibling. We are no longer doing a first pick me, 12th pick Tim. We are just going to use the Fantasy Pros mock draft simulator, which is... And what do you want us to pick? Sixth? Which is is a very nice mock draft simulator, which we use uh, to prepare for our drafts. They didn't pay us for that, but, you know. I mean, mean, it's the quickest way to have a mock draft. It is. And it takes into account all the fantasy pros, all of them ADP. Yeah. So you get a really good idea of who's going where, what's going what. And uh, Lamar Jackson's the first QB and all that, so it seems to be updated. Yeah, everything's all updated I'm a little disappointed in Sleeper. Sleeper was like the new, cool, fun thing to do last year like move your drafts over to sleeper you'd think they'd be up to date and get their shit moving i actually had a 
I don't know if I should say this. I probably shouldn't. Let's. Uh, I know. I I had a, I had a talk with the guy that runs Sleeper. They're you know they're they're a good company. Just that they just didn't do this one thing. Whatever. Get on the ball. It is what it is. Um, Fantasy Bros has it though. Uh, quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and I'm two gonna, wide receivers. Two wide receivers. Make that three wide receivers, my man. You want to? Yeah. All right, three wide receivers. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and no kicker. Let's just take kicker out. No defense, but four bench players. Cool? Sounds good to me. All right. We are going to get into this bad boy and start drafting now. Bam! Um, I think, obviously, you see that the first pick goes Christian McCaffrey, and then followed by Christian McCaffrey is pretty much who you'd think so far has gone. Dalvin Cook. Who are we picking? Picking six. Okay. I thought you said six, but I was I sure. did say six. We're doing Cri- half PPR as well, obviously. Everything's still the same. Right. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, and Dalvin Cook go as the first people. Interesting that Michael Thomas goes this early because, like, the quarterback questions and everything, but I could see him going this early in real life. Yeah. I don't think that's that's out of the question. So we have a decision to make, Schmeichel. Um we can go with Alvin Kamara. We can go with Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. That's who is suggested right now. Um, but you also have guys like Tyree Kill, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Julio Jones. Um, if you had to boil it down to a couple guys, who are you taking? For me, it'd be between Nuke and Alvin Kamara, depending. Oh, we're doing three wide receivers, right? Two yeah. running backs. I like to go wide receiver early in that type of situation, but. I'm I'm just back aboard the Alvin Kamara train I can't, me for too. better or worse. Me too. At the sixth pick, you have some number one overall potential there. Like Nuke, he is super, super trustworthy, and you know you're going to get a top five wide receiver. But there's no number one overall potential there. So he's certainly the safer option. But when you're going sixth overall, just do it. I think so. Derrick Henry also, he doesn't get the, the work that Alvin Kamara gets in terms of catching passes. Aaron Jones, I don't know if I could trust that touchdown total to stay the same. I mean, mm. I don't think it's going to drop immensely, but I don't know if I could have it. Because if he doesn't score four or five of those touchdowns that he scores, he's he goes from the second best running back to, like, the ninth or eighth. So, eh. Um, DeAndre Hopkins again, Tyree Kill. And again, these are guys that I would love to have if I was later, but I think Alvin Kamara's the play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you here, guy. So after Alvin Kamara goes Henry Jones and Mixon, so you see that you're seeing the running backs go. And this is going to be a trend now that people are more... Um, this Henry first-round thing going on is it's a bit risky, man. It is, but how can you say no? It's This is what happens in fantasy. Without knowing landing spot and things of that sort. I, I mean, I'd bet like 70% he ends up back in Tennessee, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, but let's say he does end up back in Tennessee. This is probably where he's going. In drafts coming up. And no, like I, no pass catching potential really either. I wouldn't take him in the first round. So like I was saying before, running backs are going to go in your first round now because everyone's more educated about fantasy than they've, than they've ever been. I remember back in 2006, and this might make me sound mad old. Wow. I'm only 31, I promise. Um, I was 11 in 2006, Tim. It does make you feel I was. Old. I was, how old was I in 2006? 17. So, but that's like prime fantasy baseball years. I don't know. Like, that's probably... I knew more about the game of baseball when I was that age than probably everyone my age and the game of football. And when I would play fantasy, it was so much easier to win because no one knew shit. And I was just, like, crushing people. Now everyone, even, like, your aunt, has, like, 
the, the fantasy draft simulators that they could go in and see who they should pick and shit like that. Which aunt have you been talking to, Tim? <laughs> um, so they're going to be running backs going to go is the moral story. With that being said, at 110, DeAndre Hopkins. So if you got to go, then you got to go. Nick Chubb and Devontae Adams round out the top. Uh, so the turn goes with Julio Jones and Devontae Adams. So he gets a dynamic wide receiver pair. Tyreek Hill is going with the 202. Here's an interesting one that I want to talk to you about. These next two I want to talk to you about. Next three, really. These are interesting. Um, but the 203 goes Leonard Fournette. And Leonard Fournette now has a new offensive coordinator in Jay Gruden. And if you're going by Jay Gruden's history, he has historically thrown the ball to the backfield to the running back, out of the backfield to the running back, but he's had a pass-catching specialist on his team. So the question is, does he catch another 100 balls? And if he doesn't, is he as valuable as he was? Honestly, I think it's a little high for Leonard Fournette, but there is a 0% chance the Jaguars don't absolutely run him into the ground, in my opinion. I mean, there's no reason not to if you're the Jaguars. If you're like, you're, you're getting the new, uh, the new coach, your team was a huge disappointment the prior season. Leonard Fournette was basically your best weapon on offense. You don't know what's going to happen at QB with Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew. Just run it through Leonard Fournette as much as you can. I would go with Gardner Minshew if I was them. I would too, but, I mean, we're talking about the NFL. They don't always make the best decisions. They they think a lot with their wallets. Speaking about best decisions, Lamar Jackson goes with the next pick. 204. That is high. I feel like I'm not going to own any Lamar Jackson this year. No, you're not. Just like I didn't own any Patrick Mahomes right. last year. Right, you're not. You're definitely not. Even though Lamar Jackson's a whole different animal, man. 1,200 rushing yards is hilarious. It's not. Hilarious. It's, I mean, hilarious is one way to say it. <laughs> remarkable. Hilariously remarkable. There you go. I like yeah. that one. <laughs> a little adverb action. I mean, the highest yards per carry of all players, Raheem Mostert, was a pretty distant second. <sighs> I don't see them changing their offense much, but to match what he did this season would be absolutely absurd. I want all the Mark Andrews forever. Um, speaking of that, tight end, Travis Kelsey goes at 205, and then Chris Godwin with the 206. That leaves us with the 207. And what we're, we're looking back. at, we're looking at Mike Evans coming off an injury, George Kittle, Josh Jacobs, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Austin Eckler, DJ Moore, Todd Gurley, Miles Sanders, Odell Beckham. These are the guys we're looking at right here. A little bit of a tough spot here, in my opinion. Um, what do you, what do we want to do here? Do we want to go for like a wide receiver one type in Mike Evans, thinking uh, he could be affected by that injury? Are we looking for a tight end in George Kittle here? Are we looking for a running back too? We know that Josh Jacobs is going to get the majority of the touches in Las Vegas this year. Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Austin Eckler. Right, who are we looking at here? Look, I'm not taking a running back here. All the stud running backs are gone, and I am not looking to be the guy who takes a second running back and leaves their three wide receivers open. The tight ends are interesting with Kittle and Kelsey because you can't really go wrong with either of them. But I'm a Mike Evans guy, man. Last year in 13 games, 1,157 yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, has over 1,000 yards all six seasons in his career. Like, I, I think people... People underrate how good Mike Evans is because he isn't like some super fat. Like, he doesn't do everything super well. Like, he's not super fast, so he can't be considered like this monster wide receiver one. This guy's going to get you a 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns guaranteed 
and then more if he stays healthy. Like, yeah, there's also a question mark if Jameis Winston's going to return, but it's a Bruce Arians offense either way. There's like, a report that the Bucks are interested, highly interested in Phillip Rivers. I mean, Phillip Rivers was throwing it downfield last year. Yes, he was throwing interceptions. Hello, Jameis Winston. That didn't matter anyways. But he was throwing downfield. He had one of the highest yards per attempt in his career last year, Phillip Rivers. My, and, and what's his name? Mike Williams had a ridiculous yards per catch. Yeah, 25 yards per catch. This dude had 49 receptions and over 1,000 yards. That's unbelievable. So, I mean, that's it fits right into Mike Evans either way, if it's Jameis Winston or Phillip Rivers, which is looking like it's probably going to be those two. I'd go Mike Evans here and solidify that wide receiver one spot. See, for me, last year I did something that I ended up half regretting. I went with two running backs right away. The only thing that saved me is that I got Cortland Sutton in the later rounds, and he was a really solid wide receiver for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up drafting, I think, Amari Cooper or something like that in the third round. See, Amari Cooper is an interesting option here as well, but nah, he's, too he's just ridiculously inconsistent. I don't want any Amari Cooper shares ever. I'm over him. It's over. It's over. I've been trying to tell you. This We've is been his, trying to tell you. Well, this is his first full year, really, with the Cowboys. So, like, I was giving it a chance. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Austin Eckler is interesting. I was going to say that right next. <laughs> Austin Eckler is here. And Johnny Johnny told me today, if the Chargers get Tom Brady, then Austin Eckler is going to be fantasy Jesus. He's going to be the Sony Michelle and James White and Drex Burkhead in one. He's going to be fantasy Jesus. He's going to be so good. He's going to have 100 receptions. He's going to be Christian McCaffrey light. Right. I mean, not even maybe not even light. I mean, Tim... I'm going to be real with you. I'd be down to take Austin Eckler here. Just I'm be- Austin Eckler's number one fan. I mean, yeah, but I think Mike Evans is the is the more... But if- the upside is tantalizing. So is Mike Evans. Yeah. I think we should go Mike Evans just to be safer right now. Just because it's our first Eckler one. might fall to us, too. I don't know about that. Let's see. Eckler is uh, 24 right now in, in um, ADB. And we're picking 16th. It's killing me. Yeah. We're picking 19th, but... 19th, my bad. Yeah, Mike Evans... I mean, if we could get Austin Eckler here, and then hopefully DJ Moore makes it to us on the way back. You want to try? Fuck it. Yeah. All right, let's go Austin yeah. Eckler. Austin Eckler's drafted. And right after Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans... I uh, just went against uh, everything. I usually and, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this, it's, this is why. This is why. This is what could happen. This is what could happen. We'll go over it in just a second. Um, so our roster is looking like Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. I'll tell you what, half point PPR, not a bad combination to have at running back. But with that being said, um, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, George Kittle, Omari Cooper, and Josh Jacobs finish out the second round. So all these guys that we were kind of uh, counting on. Chris Carson goes next. DJ Moore there he goes with the second pick of the third round. Todd Gurley, Miles Sanders, and Allen Robinson go with the next uh, next so OBJ is still there. OBJ. So Allen Robinson got drafted. A few guys that are here in the wide receiver category are AJ Brown, Odell Beckham, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, AJ Brown, and Mark Andrews and Devontae Parker. If you're talking about people who catch passes, and the running backs that are left here are Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Drake, Mark Ingram. I mean, Cooper Cup's available. If you take a look at this. Le'Veon Bell. If you take a look on this, like, I think we did a good job. 
I think if we can get a wide receiver here, like maybe OBJ, and I think OBJ is due for a little bit of a a little bit of a bounce back. He had a thousand yard season. Played his first full season Somehow. since 2016. I think it's looking up for OBJ. Now I know he was super, super frustrating, but you can't get scarred by that. It's still OBJ in the third round, or we could take Keenan Allen or Cortland Sutton. I think Cortland Sutton would be a mistake, but I think Keenan Allen here, ah, he's too inconsistent. Cortland Sutton's a little high here. What about AJ Brown? You could take AJ Brown, but that's a little bit. That's a little. That's a lot on. I love like, me some AJ, AJ Brown, but. Oof. That's I feel like a reach. Wide receivers in their second years usually go nuts. It's true, and he is quite a stud. Hmm. Tannehill's probably back. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm leaning OBJ here though. You gotta think they are way better offensively this year now that Freddie Kitchens is gone. I assume they're gonna bring in a bunch of offensive line work to improve uh improve that. And I mean, it's a it's Baker Mayfield was a stud. First year, terrible last year. So you don't know what you're going to get from him, but I don't think last year Baker Mayfield is the Baker Mayfield that we're going to see next season. I really think that whole offense was just completely screwed up. So it's a huge up, a huge plus for them that Freddie Kitchens is gone. I'd go OBJ because, like you said, he did somehow still catch it, go for 1,000 yards, only four touchdowns. I think he has some upside too, man. I'm down to go OBJ here. And then I think in, in an ideal world, if I press the button on OBJ right now, we go back and we get some uh, Le'Veon Bell or or Cooper Cup. Over Eckler? No, we go back. Oh, like, we go. Like when we get the pick back. Okay, I thought you said we go back. I would like love that. to take Le'Veon Bell or Cooper Cup in this spot. But let, let's see if we can. OBJ goes. <clears throat> bum, 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 bum. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Snipered. All right, let's see how this shakes out. Um, the draft log as it exists. Cortland Sutton goes right after, and Keenan Allen. So that trio of wide receivers that we're picking from kind of all go in the same spot. Le'Veon Bell goes right after that, followed by Mark Ingram. Pat Mahomes goes 311, interesting. And Mark Ingram goes 312. So not only do we have one quarterback in the top three rounds, we have two quarterbacks in the top three rounds going. Um, interesting strategy there. Kenyon Drake goes with the 401. Melvin Gordon with Yuck. the 402. A.J. Brown drops all the way to 403. Only three picks. I know, Michael, if he, if you were on the computer right now and or you were in a live draft and you so saw A.J. Brown, you'd be cursing. Um, Carryon Johnson with the 404. A, a very important sleeper, Carryon Johnson, because if you can get Carryon Johnson 404, that is a steal if he can stay, if he can stay healthy. Yeah. There's, someone there's I'm health concerns. going to disregard. As of now, he's not someone I'd be targeting at all. Really? He's too scary for me. Interesting. He hasn't been tremendous when on the field, and he's always hurt. So, He's had tremendous flashes. But overall, he's been pretty inconsistent. That's true. Um, Stefan Diggs with the 405 and Devontae Parker with the 406. Don't forget oh, two, I know who's still available. Don't forget two two years ago, though. He did have five yards of carry. You know who's still available, I Tim? do know who's still available. You Robert, Robert. Oh, Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. He's talking nah, about Juju. I, I can't be having Robert Woods right now, guy. Look. Juju Smith-Schuster is available. How old do you think Robert Woods is, Tim? I almost I almost dropped the Geisy. <coughs> How I old do you think Robert Woods is? Uh, 27? He's 27. I know that. It's not like he's old or something. No one's, no one's using back that against back him. Back-to-back years of 1,100 <laughs> yards or more. Was a stud in the second half last season. You got to think he's going to score more than two touchdowns. He gets those extra rushing yards to boot as well. I'm telling you, people don't look at that. 
Michael. The extra 115 Juju rushing yards is available. But if you here. add that to Robert Woods' receiving yards, like keep him at 90 receptions, 1,250 receiving yards sounds a lot better than 1,134. Is that plus it's back to back? Yeah, that's back to back years of over 100 rushing yards, too. This guy gets you that random extra point every week based on his rushing ability. Yeah, it's an extra 10 points. But look, Juju Smith Schuster, Cooper Cup, Devin Singletary, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods. Zach Ertz, Calvin Ridley, Marvin Mack, DJ Chark. These are the guys available right here. Calvin Ridley is going to be the popular sleeper pick here. But, I mean, I still don't see how his role changes enough with Julio Jones still there. Maybe if Austin Hooper leaves. But even last year, he, he kind of slacked when Austin Hooper was out. He had one big game, and that was it. Devin Singletary was selected? Nope. I mean, I. who are the receivers outside of uh, Robert Woods and Juju? Juju, Cup. Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley, DJ Chark, T.Y. Hilton, Julian Edelman, Adam Thielen, DJ, DK Metcalf. Cup is still there too, huh? Cup and Woods. Cup is still here. An interesting one that I'm scrolling down here, James Conner, still available in the fourth round. If you can get James Conner for like the, a fifth-round pick next year, like you're jizzing in your face. I don't know, man. Face is a little Another extreme. guy who just jizzing can't stay healthy. It's like Why would you jizz in your own it. face, Michael? That's really weird of you to say. It is. Why would you say that, Michael? Michael, that was weird. It was. I apologize. <laughs> so who do you, who you want to pick? I want to pick Robert Woods. I'm leaning Juju, man. Big Ben is back. Juju you were, beat. Yeah, you but you don't know if Juju. Big Ben is back. You seen Big Ben on the sideline last year looking like Matt Patricia? Yo, he wasn't that fat. Relax. But with like the beard and everything, he looked very similar to Matt Patricia. If anything, he's an old man. His body is all rested and shit. He's ready to come back. Do you really want to, like, yes, I love Juju, but Devlin Hodges and Mason Rudolph was the worst quarterback combination I've ever seen in my life. I don't. And I'm not joking. I like, don't. In my life, I can't remember two quarterbacks playing as bad as those two. Yeah, I agree with you. And they still somehow won games. But I just don't think that the Steelers are going to allow themselves to go into next year in that situation again. Unprepared. They were unprepared. That's fair enough. I don't think they're going to let themselves do that again. Tim, fine. Yes? Fine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What about Cooper Cup? I prefer the safety in Robert Woods. <sighs> Cooper Cup was a little strange last year, that ending, that second half. I don't it know was, what was going on. It was on. strange. All right, so it's between Woods and, and Juju. I think Woods is the safer play. Juju is the home run play. Right now, our roster is looking like Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, and Odell Beckham Jr. So we have a home run play already. Two home run plays. All right, I'll go Robert Woods. Robert Woods. I think we got to go safe here. All right, so Robert Woods is drafted. And there's I, upside for Woods, man. I guarantee you the next pick is going to be Juju. I guarantee it. It's not. It's not. Oh, Zach Ertz. Singletary and then Juju. Cup, Ridley, Hilton, Lockett, Mack. Hold up. Marlon Mack. Mack. Go. Thielen and DJ Chark. Do, 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 Look, do, do. Marlon Mack in the fifth round is not something that I'm going to be mad at. Hmm. I'll take Marlon Mack in the fifth round. You know how me and Jason feel about Marlon Mack. I know, but in the fifth round, it's a lack of overall ability. What about James Conner here? Yeah, it's not a bad pick. James Conner here is just again, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to lose because I'm drafting injured players. Like if I lose because. I didn't draft James Conner, and James Conner goes off. I won't be that upset. <laughs> but I don't want to lose because I drafted James Conner and just started a season 
without one of my top five players knowing that I was making that decision when I made the pick. The fifth round is usually where I like to take my home run swing. Um, a couple years ago, I drafted Matt Breida in, this, in the fifth round. Um, that ended up being a pretty good pick. Um, last year, I drafted uh, – who did I pick in the, in the fifth round? I can't remember, but it was someone that ended up being a pretty good pick. This is where I like to take my shot. With that being said, Deshaun Watson is available here. I'm not taking a quarterback, Tim. Philip Lindsay is available here. DK Metcalf, Julian Edelman. I don't want anything to do with Julian Edelman right now. Now without knowing that his his lover lover Tom Brady is not. It's the lover lover. James Conner, Jarvis Landry, Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller. Waller. I am on the Metcalf train. Really? Dude, DK Metcalf Dude, came on. on last season. But Michael, it's the fifth round. You're gonna take a chance on, on DK Metcalf. The second half last season, he was glorious. We've been taking chances all day, bro. Who do you like better than? We don't need I, to take Metcalf. I think James Conner is my guy here. I think if you could put James Conner in the flex right here, and then like wide receiver three is a is a position you can get later. Or I could even fuck around and say tight end. You got Evan Ingram, Darren Waller, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry, Jared Cook, Tyler Higby. What's your thoughts on Darren Waller? You had him this year a lot. I'd be down with Darren Waller. How do you think here. he's going to do next year? I think he's going to be very solid. He's going to be good for his team, He's right? a very good, uh, very good player. Think he's going to be good for his team? I do. Hmm. That team. Think the he's going to be good? Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> callback. First callback to uh, Tim saying that me and Jason are going to call them the Oakland Raiders, what, like five times or more before five the times. season starts? Five times. See, this is how my mind You're works, get Tim. It. You're not going to catch You're gonna me. You're going to get I'm going to get you. Uh, Austin Hooper. Evan Ingram. Austin Hooper is super interesting because he was the tight end one before he got hurt last year. And he was on a roll. So you don't know where he's going to go. Hmm. I mean, I'd I'd be cool with taking Darren Waller here if you want to go tight end. Or Hooper if you want to make the decision between those two. I'm okay with uh, choosing between those two. I just like... I really like I'll, James Conner here. I also... I'm okay with waiting three rounds and grabbing Tyler Higby because I think he's going way too late. I'm okay with that too. Right so let's then. do that. I really want, I really want James Conner. Let me have this one, Mike. Let me have it, man. Fine, you're killing me. Yes, James Conner is drafted. Uh, Philip Lindsay, Julian Edelman, AJ Green, DK Metcalf, Landry, Hooper, Deshaun Watson, Terry McLaurin, John Brown. That's. That's interesting. John Brown with the 603. I mean, he was very good last year. Yeah, but the 603? What? Where is he going? Like, wide receiver 30? There's nothing wrong with that. Christian Kirk, Devonta Freeman, and Darren Waller go next. Devonta Freeman is uh, going to be released, it seems. Yes, it does seem that way. Um, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, OBJ, Robert Woods, and James Conner is the team right now. The squad. Um, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm comfortable, but it needs more. They need some spice. Um, Sugar spice and everything nice. David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, J- Darius Geis, Damian Williams. Interesting name. James White, Ronald Jones. Those are the running backs available. At quarterback, we got Russell Wilson. You know who Dak I want, Preska, him. Wide receiver, Michael Gallup. I want Joe Burrow's new number one guy, Tyler Boyd. Hmm. Why is that? Because this guy By is- the way, you mentioned Joe, Joe Burrow. One thing about this draft, obviously, is if you have been listening... There's no rookies in this pool. Yeah, no rookies. So this yet. is way, way too early because this isn't even really going to be what it is. 
So, yeah, they don't even have teams yet. So, But, look, we're talking back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, man. 90 receptions last year really came on at the end of the second, end of the second half when Andy Dalton came back uh, and took over the QB position again. Man, that those few weeks where they decided to sit Andy Dalton was rough for all players on Cincinnati. But I was a huge Tyler Boyd guy last year. I think his uh, stock dipping this year doesn't make much sense because with Joe Burrow coming in, he's going to have someone to throw to him. He's going to be the number one guy there, especially if A.J. Green leaves now because there's no way he resigns in Cincinnati. I'd be hyped to have Tyler Boyd as my wide receiver three. I think I like that. Tyler Boyd it is. Tyler Boyd with our wide receiver three. All of a sudden, see? That's what I mean. A little sugar, a little spice, and everything nice, and it looks great. Bada boom. Um, let's go through this draft log. Someone I hope doesn't get drafted is Debo Samuel. Um, we'll find out. At the 608, David Montgomery. At the 609, Evan Ingram. So tight end starting to fly off the board. And if you're in a home league, you'll notice that once someone does something like take a tight end around here, all of a sudden tight ends will start flying off the board, and you'll be caught in a tight end land or t- a tight end landslide that you can't escape from. Um, Evan Ingram, Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt, and Dak Prescott go. Still the, no Debo. With the 701, Debo Samuel gets picked by Jurassic Chark. See, now that that disappoints me. Stairway to Evans takes Jameis Winston. Um, with the 703, Michael, Gall- Michael Gallup. With the 704, Kyler Murray. And with the 705, oh, my God, this one hurts me. I would have loved to do this. Raheem Mostert. Michael Gallup is someone I skipped over our last uh, our last turn. He would have been very interesting. Dude, he's 23 years old. Yeah, he's nice. He has had two very, very good seasons, his rookie and sophomore campaign. I mean, 1,100 yards and six touchdowns last season. If Cooper leaves, he's. I don't think he's going to. I don't think Jerry Jones lets him out of the building, and I think that's why I slightly prefer Tyler Boyd right now. But yeah, I agree. Gallup would have been a yeah, someone to definitely home consider. Run pick. Yeah. Um, all right. Who do we have left? I think it's time for a tight end because if we're looking at who is available, Hunter Henry, Darius Geis, Damian Williams, interesting name. Say that again. James White, Ronald Jones, Marquise Brown, D-Will, man. Josh Adams. Yeah, I think I'm going to take D. Will here. And then we'll take Tyler Higby next round. Of the tight ends left, we're playing with fire because Hunter Henry – Jared Cook and then Tyler Hidby. And then after that, we got Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Gillespie. Like, Will Will Tim? Disley's an interesting one. Gillespie. No. What's. Gasicki. Gasicki, man. I keep wanting to call him Gillespie. I don't know why. Look, I don't know why. It's, it's he like will a fall. mental block. Tyler Higby will fall. All right, Michael. Take the upside shot on D Will. All right, I'm going to take the upside Once shot. Once you're on in D-Will. the. What is it, sixth round now seventh. or seventh? Seventh round. Excuse me. I mean, come on. You got to draft D-Will. All right, fine. Especially with the current situation the way it is, I think, yeah, you can't can't pass up on this. D-Will's probably going to be better than James Conner. Darius Geis, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown goes 80th overall. Very interesting. interesting there. <laughs> he did publicly say, I'm sorry to Big Ben today. He so, did. Do you think there's any way that they like rekindle that relationship? Absolutely not. Yeah, no way. Um, that's <laughs> odd because Antonio Brown to seven oh eight. That's ridiculous. I mean, fantasy pros. The reason their simulator is good is because they change things up. Yeah. But Antonio Brown comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like they don't. They usually don't go that far off track. <laughs> so, we're just being very critical of the apps. Today. I'm a little confused. Uh, Hunter Henry, Josh Allen with the seven ten. Interesting. Interesting. Someone's expecting a breakout. Marquise Brown and James White seven. Uh, go in the end the seventh round. 
Mike Williams, Sony Michelle, Ronald Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you right now. Tyler Higgins. That eighth round, Mike Williams, Sony Michelle, Ronald Jones, Emmanuel Sanders. Mike Williams. I those like are guys who can there. all like kind of turn a corner. No, I like Mike Williams there, but Emmanuel Sanders. Sony Michelle with, this point. with an eighth, Ronald Jones. In the, in eighth round. What do you mean Ronald Jones Blay? Why Ronald Jones Blay? He's Ronald Jones. What do you mean? Why wouldn't it be Ronald Jones' blood? Because it was his second year last year. He performed very well when he played. <laughs> you have to think that if nothing changes If he there, performed very well when he played, he wouldn't have split snaps with Peyton Barber. That's not true at all. He what was a, decent. What about Chris jo- What about when Chris Johnson and David Johnson were on the same team and David Johnson was clearly he the superior was back? We're not talking about Chris Johnson and David Johnson. Yes, we are. It's we're talking Aaron's. about a, a guy who couldn't even play his first year because he, didn't, because he wasn't good enough. So... Let's move on with the Ronald Jones and talk, all right? David Johnson didn't really play his I've first year I've been right either. about Ronald Jones. Ronald right? Jones so was good last year. He was not good. Yes, I don't care if he ended as RB24 or whatever 25. overall. 25. Why sure. don't you care about that? You could not care start about him stats. week to week. I don't care about his stats. You could not start Ronald Jones week to week. One week, he's getting four carries and Peyton Barber scoring three touchdowns. The next week, he's going 101. It, the next week, he goes yeah, early eight the, carries, 19 yards. Early in the season, but that very much leveled out at the end of the season. I'm not drafting Ronald Jones. If I something think, drastic oh, happens. But all I'm saying is you're acting like him in the eighth round. There's no way that he could break out and be the star. He can. Nah. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Michael's face when he said that. It, like, it, I it, just hearing that was not enough. Uh, by the way, David Johnson is the number one running back available right now for our. Oh, pick. Raheem Mostert is still available. No, he's not. I just went oh. on a whole thing about Raheem Mostert. You don't listen to me. It's tough not being able to see the board and the picks available because Raheem Mostert. But I said Raheem Mostert out loud, and we talked about it. We should have drafted him last round. He got picked before us. Raheem Mostert is going to be better than James Conner too. I hate you. Um, Tyler Higby, though, is available. I think we should take him here. Yep. Um, everyone is available around him. Sterling Shepard, Robbie Anderson, David Johnson, Alshon Jeffrey, Jared Cook, Carlos Hyde, Matt Ryan. I think no this one is the to easiest pick we did. No. Yeah. This is the easiest pick that we're going to make. There you go. Now we got our starters outside the QB. All right. That When we start thinking about QBs, question. Recap our starting lineup, minus QB. Um, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, OBJ, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby, and James Connors are starting lineup with Damian Williams as our bench flex guy. I'll be pretty hyped with that team. Not I'll be lie. pretty hyped too. Because remember, yo, I know James Connors is injury prone, but when the dude plays, he's in a prolific offense when Big Ben is there, and he gets the ball a lot. That's what you like to see. Maybe we just can just stay uh, healthy. swap in and out Connor and D-Will. Whoever's healthy and playing. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Anthony Miller goes next in the 808. Robbie Anderson, Latavius Murray, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Jared Cook, Dallas Goddard, Marvin Jones, and Jordan Howard. Um, I always like to take a peek at QBs here, see if there's a big um, drop in talent, and it looks like that's going to be a no. Um, who are Matt, some of the early? Who are some of the QBs left? Matt Ryan. There's no way I'm owning Matt Ryan on my team. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> Um, Carson Wentz, which is very interesting. He really came on last year and kind of proved that he was a very capable quarterback, even when he had no weapons, which is hard to do. Yeah, they really need some wide receivers, man. Holy moly. Well, when you, when you go into the season and Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are your starting wide receivers, like you should probably have some backup options. Yeah. Those two guys are historically injury prone. Um, Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Ryan Tannehill. Kirk Cousins, Ben Roethlisberger, Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, I'm waiting on QB. Jared Goff, Jimmy G, Sam Darnold, Tom Brady. I would love to wait and take like Sam Darnold 
I think that Sam Darnold has a chance to break out next year. Or Ryan Tannehill, true throw Ryan King. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I think I'm okay with that. So we're going to pass on on quarterbacks. So let's go to the other position. We can basically take any position we want. We can. So some of the guys available here. David Johnson, Carlos Hyde, Will Fuller, Tariq Cohen, Noah Fant, Curtis Samuel, Brandon Cooks, Royce Freeman, Tevin Coleman, Preston Williams, Duke Johnson, Jamal Williams, Deontay Johnson, Jameson Crowder, Alexander Madison. This is the type of place where you're going to look at this this like area of the draft in a couple months, and it's going to be just completely different. Yeah, probably. So it's going to be none of the I would have liked shit. Darius Slayton here. He had a tremendous rookie season. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He seemed to be building a rapport as well. That's true. We could go super crazy. Nah. Too early. What? What's I'll say Nicole Hardman. Take the super upside shot. Oh my god. On the youngin. How things change in how things change in one year. <laughs> Michael all of a sudden loves this dude. No, I mean I don't love him. He just has some upside. You love him. <laughs> <laughs> um Curtis Samuel? Curtis Samuel, man, he was everyone's favorite, like, darling last year to draft. At some, do you remember at one point, man, thank you for bringing up Curtis Samuel, because there was legitimately a time where Curtis Samuel started going before DJ Moore and drafts. Yes, and people were... Like, that's how much the Curtis Samuel hype jumped to ridiculous levels. Yeah. And this dude caught... This guy got targeted over 100 times and ends with 600 yards. Quite ridiculous. I mean, he's a decent wide receiver, but he's not DJ Moore, and we tried telling you that. Like, DJ Moore dropped from, like, the fourth, fifth round to, like, the sixth, seventh round at one point, and Curtis Samuel moved up to, like, the sixth, seventh round. Weird times. Interesting name. That was, like, when Daryl Henderson was going in the fourth round. Yeah. Cool. Imagine the poor slug who... So Daryl Henderson in the fourth round. But right here, I think, is a perfect time to take a shot on a guy like Will Fuller. Because you could play him when healthy. Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks is available. Deontay Johnson's an interesting name, in my opinion. Um, He's a guy that if Big Bad comes back, he's going to be an outside receiver who proved he's explosive. Jameson Crowder, Golden Tate, John Ross, injury prone. I think Will Fuller's the guy here. Yeah. All right, so I'm down to go with Will Fuller, so let's press the plus sign. Um, Will Fuller is drafted. We're not doing kickers and defense, Yeah, we are not doing kickers and defense. We actually have, um, let's see, three more picks. We do not have a quarterback. We have two more bench spots. Will Fuller and Damian Williams are our bench spots right now. Tariq, uh, Curtis Samuel, David Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Carlos Hyde, Noah Fant, Preston Williams, Tariq Cohen, Royce Freeman, Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Interesting pick. Lamar William, Miller, excuse me, and Tevin Coleman go next. Lamar Miller, kind of a forgotten name there. Um, let's go to our players available. Again, I think Deontay Johnson's the name that we should consider here. Jameson Crowder, Golden Tate, Deshaun Jackson, John Ross, Nikhil Harry, Sammy Watkins, um, D.D. Westbrook, McCole Hardman, Cole Beasley, James Washington, Tim. I didn't let you get Juju. Not something I ever thought I'd say. I Andy, didn't let you get Juju. Andy Isabella. So I'll let you get Deontay Johnson. I think I want to take a chance on him. I think this is the perfect time to take a chance. This is the, okay this is the upside it. play. He was I, good last year when uh, when given the opportunity. Yeah, and he he made the Pro Bowl as a as a kick returner, so you know he's explosive. Did so, he? I didn't even know that. He did. I uh, do not really uh, keep track of like kick returners and such anymore. 
It was more fun when they would actually return kicks more often. I think one thing the XFL got right was how they line up for kicks. That is very interesting. Very cool. I think it's going to end up with like uh, maybe double the amount of kick returns. And I also think the NFL is going to adopt it. The NFL is interesting. The NFL did not, but the whole point the NFL NFL did this the way they have it now, kicking off from the 35 instead of the 30, is because they want touchbacks. They don't want people getting hurt on the kickoffs for no reason. So it's it gives you less less uh, of like a chance to actually take it out because you could either start with it at the 25 or try to take it out to the 25, which is not easy. And if you if you haven't seen the XFL, what they do is they line them up five yards from each other. So now it's just like a regular play. Yeah. It's I like it. It's and interesting. Where, and they sure, discourage yeah. touchbacks. Like I think a touchback is actually you get it at like the thirty five. Interesting. If it goes out of bounds, you get it at the other team's Man, forty. Man, they don't care if the guys get hurt. The <laughs> other team's forty they put the ball on. Yeah, okay. If it goes out of bounds. I'm not joking. It happened multiple times. Wow. Yes. I was like, what the fuck? They're don't like kick in it out field of bounds. Range. That's crazy, yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, Duke Johnson, Alexander Madison. Interesting pick. I say we stick to our guns and take true value King Ryan Tannehill. Yeah? Okay. Why not? Uh, Matt Breida, Tony Pollard, Adrian Peterson. Michael got a little frisky there. Decided he didn't want to wait to see if he's even available. Nope. Justice Hill, Daryl Henderson, Gus Edwards, and Deshaun Jackson. And a lot of backup running backs going here. Um, interesting turn of events. But let's um, – you want to go? You want to go ki- ki- Last pick, Kuata right? back? I mean, Carson Wentz is still available. Oh, no, we got one more. Oh, interesting. I'm down to go Carson Wentz here. I mean, not for nothing. Ryan Tannehill was a top three QB when given the opportunity last year. <sighs> but he is a free agent. He's a free agent. I'm down with Carson He's Wentz. He's a free agent. Carson Wentz. They man. just got to get some help for Wentz offensively. I agree. Um, so Wentz goes next, and then we have our last one. Do you do you have anyone you want to take a huge uh, a little little – Throw at is McCole Hardman still there? Um, let's find out. McCole Hardman is still there. Let's do it. Yeah, why not? All right. So our final team, as the simulation of the draft continues, this is a twelve-man league. Oh, we got a B minus. What, dude? It says our strength. Honestly, a B minus is probably the best draft grade you can get from one of these. I every time I get a like a C or a C plus or something, I love my team. Every time I get like an A, I'm like, shit, my team sucks. Yeah. Those I never look at the grades. Uh, it's like the Yahoo drafts too. Last year, two years ago, when my team was absolutely ridiculous, like I was first place in our home league. Uh, I got the buy. I think I went ten and two or something in the regular season. One of the best right. regular season fantasy football teams ever assembled. Yeah, Yahoo told me my grade was a C. <laughs> so I feel like if you get a grade like B minus C plus, that's what you're going for. Because it's like they don't take upside and right such they don't into take, account. So you have enough guys who are like definitely going to be good. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, our final team, Carson Wentz, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, OBJ, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby, James Conner, Damian Williams, Will Fuller, Deontay Johnson, and McCole Hardman. We'll put this on Twitter where you guys can vote on it. Tell us if we did a good job or not. Um, at BrotoFFTim Probably should have taken another running back, but what are you going to do? For me, Michael. At Brodo FF Mike. You can find us all at Brodo Fantasy. I mean, we got two. Ah, we did 15 rounds. Usually we have a six-man bench. Yes, we No would. wonder. That's why I was like, yeah. why don't we have another running back? We gotcha. would usually have an opportunity at another, another running back here. Tis life. Uh, yes. For without... Uh, yes. Well, where was I? Without further ado. Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. BrotoFantasy.com for all of your fantasy needs in general. Did I say where you're from? Yes. You can find Jason at Brodo FF Jason. See what From Astoria, Queens. 
That was a good Born one. Born and raised. Ha, 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 ha. Patrons, <laughs> we'll see some of you soon because you get an extra episode. Patreon.com slash Fancy if you want that extra episode too. Happy birthday, Jess and Jordan. Some yes. ODs. 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 Oh, Later. Later.